Hello and welcome to the Laser Lounge podcast. We have a great lineup for you today. We're interviewing Robin Marsh. She's a wonderful digital file sales uh, maker in the laser industry, and she's really had some great gains and has perfected what she's doing. So we're going to visit with her tonight and pick her brain a little bit on what it's like to sell digital files and some of the learnings that she's experienced along the way. We'd also like to thank our sponsors tonight, Thunder Laser USA. If you're interested in purchasing a laser, a commercial laser, please go visit thunderlaserusa.com and see all the things they have to offer. If you'd like to check us out on Facebook, come visit The Laser Lounge on Facebook, or you can catch us on YouTube at The Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. So again, this is our uh, Wednesday night live streams that May and I have kind of been hosting. This is what our fourth edition here. And uh, so thank you, Robin, for coming on. We'll do an introduction of yourself in a second. Um, but May and I have been enjoying these and we're trying to bring to the Laser Lounge kind of a different kind of uh, content, right? We're talking about business things. We're talking about technical stuff. We also want to bring in some some vendors and companies and talk about what their product lines are going to be coming out next year and in the five-year plan. So we want to bring a different thing to the uh, laser community just to educate and, and hear about what's around the corner. So um, we want to appreciate you coming tonight, Robin, and uh, we want to introduce yourself. So, but before you do, I want to give an icebreaker real quick. Um, okay. Let's say that you're driving and you're on a road trip and you're, you're stopping at a 7-Eleven or uh, we used to call them stop and rob. They're like, you know, little gas stations where you can go in and get something to eat. What would be your snack, grab and go thing? What snack oh, and what drink God. would you get? Oh, probably a Diet Coke, Andy Caps hot fries and maybe oh. a bag of Twizzlers. OK, oh. nice. Depends on the length of the drive, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. What about you, May? Um, you know, I like the twisty Fritos, the barbecue flavor. Mm, that's my okay. go-to road trip guilty pleasure. And yeah. uh, I'll probably have a Coke Zero too. <laughs> okay, very nice. I'd probably be grabbing some some beef jerky, maybe some you know jerky sticks, and uh, maybe some sour candies, Sour Patch Kids, and probably either an iced tea, unsweet, or a lemonade. That would be mine. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I always like to ask a little bit of random question there just to get to know people. So, Robin, Marsh, we love having you in here. And the reason why I've, I've kind of been watching you, and when I first started getting into the laser industry, I bought several of your files, and and I'd like to hear kind of your backstory first. But um you have really excelled in the digital file arena. And I, I admire that your work and your hustle that you've done there. And I've seen how you've just kind of plateaued and taken off. And so that's really why we wanted to have you in here is to kind of pick your brain, share with others, you know, kind of what that space is like. So give us a little bit of background of introduction of yourself and your journey. And then we're just kind of going to ask you some questions just to kind of learn from you. Okay, great. Yeah, so I actually listed my first file back in January of 2020. And, um, you know, leading up to that, uh, I was corporate world. I was making six figures, but I was behind a desk and I hated my life. And my husband had this opportunity that moved us. And so I had to quit my job. Um, and I went down this path of, you know, I've always been creative and I want to do something in the art world. And so I played in a bunch of different fine art mediums, uh, before I even discovered lasers. Uh, so I was doing copper etchings and, um, more recently wildlife illustrations that were extremely detailed. Well, I got a laser initially. I got the Glow, Glowforge okay. initially to be an extension of my artwork. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was selling large fine artwork pieces, but I wanted to be able to make, you know, cutting boards or, um, you know, ornaments, whatever, 
to sell to go along with my illustrations. Well, I discovered, first of all, very quickly that the Glowforge does not engrave very fast. <laughs> so I, uh, I ended up having to kind of change my thought process there. And my husband got another promotion, which moved us again. So we moved Ohio to Florida to Washington and back to Ohio. And we got here in like, I would say what we moved in in um, November of 19. And I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I, I knew that I wasn't going to keep doing the illustrations because it was really a, a Washington based uh, theme that I was doing. And I made this file for my mom for um, Christmas. And it was my Chinese checkers uh, game board. Mm -hmm. And I shared it on one of the sites, one of the laser groups. And someone's like, well, can you share the file? I'm like, uh, I guess. <laughs> so January January 7th, 2020, I listed my first digital file and it kind of just snowballed. I mean, I had no idea this world of digital file sales even existed. And yeah. um, after the first year, I had sold about 24,000 files on Etsy. It's crazy. Wow. I've seen some of your numbers because um, you can go and look at a shop and at the top of the left and see like sales. Yeah, the performance. Yeah. yeah. So and it's just incredible. like I was looking at yours one. Like, it had to have been last year and just going, dang. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, most of my most of my business is, um, has now moved to my website. Yeah. Um, so my Etsy doesn't really isn't really reflecting what it what it the business truly is at this point. Yeah. Etsy kind of like my starter it was my well it was, it was my starter but it's also now just my kind of my passive income yeah i i you know i don't really advertise it it's just yeah. a way for new people to find me okay so it's um, there it's, it's, it's still active there. yeah right. i mean I, I add stuff to it but it's not anything i promote okay um, so you don't pay for ads now because you have a standalone mm -hmm. website that was mm -hmm. my next question it's like you know, for people out there that want to start selling files, I know Alicia started selling files and she keeps telling me, May, come on, sell some files. But I'm like, mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, no. and so it's it's interesting. And that's what we really want to dive into. I probably yeah. only have like three or four up there. My, my site kind of stinks, but I only sell like three or four and they've done well. And I'm not that great of a designer. And that's why I tell May, you're a great designer. But there's always two sides to the, to the sword, right? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. Um, it's, you know, I can only imagine, you know, if I'm doing two or three and I'm thinking, ah, this is great, but not when you, how many actual files do you think you have up there roughly? Are we talking hundreds? Um, I'm over, I'm over 200 at this yeah. point. Wow. Um, but they've gotten, I've, I'm not known for easy files. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not your typical, uh, welcome, welcome round sign. You're like the very, you know what? Before you answer that, if I said, tell me about Robin's files, they're very geometric and they're very awesome. They're eye-catching. Yes. Yeah. And they're, they're unique. Talent. Yeah. They're Absolutely. unique. It's not. Can, yeah. Yeah. You I, can I see your love. file and know it's a Robin file. Yeah. I appreciate that. That means a lot. Um, that's what I strive for. I actually, uh, it seems, it seems like that's helped me in the sense of I don't design what other people are designing. I design what I think is trending in the home goods marketplace yeah. or what I think, you know, is trending just overall as like a giftable. So like, as an example, I've really latched onto higher end um, heirloom looking games uh, and they've done great and people are selling them for, you know, a hundred to $150 a piece. And, you know, I, it's, I'm, I'm loving it. Like I'm, I'm able to make something look really beautiful and, and cool that someone can, can give to a, to a loved one and be really excited about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, it's definitely beautiful work. I would say my best selling ornament was your, was your Robin ornament. Or the, the Cardinal. The Cardinal. Oh. 
Yeah. yeah. Cardinal. Yes. I was seeing that all over. over. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, it, I hired a high school girl and said, you're going to make, you know, however many of these it was, but they just, they were just stunners. So kudos to, to, to what you do though. Um, how much of your portfolio would you say is in digital files? If you don't mind, is it like 80%? Oh, 100%. Okay. So you're all yeah. in on that. I'm so all in 100% digital files. So when you get up in the morning, what's your typical day like? I mean, do you come and you you're continuing or you brainstorm a little bit or how many, how long does it take you to make a file? I'm just kind of curious of what that looks like. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you, Donna. <laughs> uh, it depends on, it depends on my week, my week uh, and where I am with the file club files. Um, so most of my energy now is, is devoted to file club and those files that I'm creating for them. Yeah. So, you know, it's typically first I got to get my walk in trying to be an avid walker, take yeah. care of yourself. It's very, I need important. to do that more. I do it about once or twice a week. <laughs> you can't work if you don't take care of yourself. Um, but typically I, I just get to my desk. I got my iPad playing my, um, oh my goodness. Um, I plan playing, you know, (laughs) well, that's, it's awesome. You guys, I, I love my customers and I love my club members. Um, so I'll sit down. Yep. What's that? You get your walk in and then you come into the shop. Yep. Yep. And then, um, I typically will, I will go through, uh, to see what's selling in different, um, marketplaces if I'm working on a design or trying to come up with an idea. So like I will shop places like Magnolia, Anthropology, uh, Ballard Designs, uh, Restoration Hardware. I I like to go and look at those and see kind of what's going to be happening or what's trending or what I can expect. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I typically will try to get three solid ideas for my file club and then I just sit down and start designing I typically start on my iPad drawing uh, and then using um, illustrator uh, for iPad because it will draw in vector so anyone that wants to make files I know people love procreate but if you want to draw in a vector just use illustrator it's so much better Yeah, it's so much better. And so then I'll use that. And then once I get it to a point where I'm excited about the design and I don't feel like I need to continue to use my pencil, I will transport it into my desktop and finish all of the actual formatting. Um, Also an illustrator. Yep. And, you know, once I've got the designs done, then I roll into writing instructions filming a YouTube video, uh, taking all my marketing photos, you know, doctoring them up in photos, listing them. Oh, and by the way, answering questions, you know, questions that roll in. Yeah. So so that's probably the part that people don't really understand how much time takes. And, you know, May and I were talking about this a little bit offline. That's kind of, we were repairing and you know, she was, you know, we were asking, well, you know, does she take pictures? Do you allow people to use your pictures or? Do, right. you know, do we, yeah. Go ahead, May, your question. Oh, well, about. one of the things that, you know, I've seen in our community, um, there'll be designers first. They'll, they don't have time to photograph their files like you do. You'll mock it up yourself. You'll take pictures, mm-hmm. you know, tweak it. And then when it's ready to launch, that's how you market it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen other people you know, use other makers to test their files. So that's great when you don't have time. But then I've seen also another side of file makers out there that are creating it and then doing the, you know, the photography, the marketing images, and then letting the other makers use their picture Mm -hmm. as a selling point. So I've seen, seen it. What's your, um, So I, I, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's tough because I do, I provide marketing photos for my club members only. Okay. Um, 
What's the name of your club? Go ahead and tell us your you your. Oh, URL. it's it's a WHC File Club or Welcome Home Custom File Club, and okay, the thank link. You. I will be opening it. I've had it closed um, off for open enrollment for four months, so I am opening enrollment for September. Yeah. So, I let them use the marketing photos um, for the club. Uh, however. I don't always necessarily feel that is the best route for my customers to use. I offer it as a service mm -hmm. uh, and mostly so I can compete with other designers, but I do, <laughs> uh, I, I, I am concerned if folks are not used to making my files or have not made my files before or using different materials, they're not using the same wood. I'm concerned if they don't make it and then they, they, they use the photo to sell it. How are they going to, you know, yeah. What happens if they, they don't know how to make it or if something happens. Yeah. So I do always recommend that people, they can use it to, to, to gain interest or to gain, um, get an idea if they're, they're, Test their market kind of deal, like yeah. it, you know, yeah. but once they go to list it, I do recommend that they take their own photos just so they know they can make it. Exactly. And that's what I like. Um, I'd like to see, you know, especially let's say if I buy your file and I make it, your process is different from my process and the materials that I'm using might be different from your materials too. And mm -hmm. so the output is totally different. Yep. So um, those are the kind of things that, you know, kind of like make me wonder sometimes, like how do people navigate through that? And one so so I will say that what's going to happen is if you end up providing a product that looks that much different, you're probably going to get a bad review. Yeah. Right? That's my biggest concern. And I don't want my customers to get bad reviews. So that, that, that is my biggest concern. Right. So we have yeah. Jessica here. She's saying right. I never use anyone else's photos. Yep. So I agree with that. Good practice, you know. I mean, it really is for 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 someone that's selling a finished good. I would use my own photos, yeah. especially you know your files are like they're a level up, right? And so you better make sure that you're cutting some things right, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you want to make sure you make know how to, yeah, how you how to make it like the quilts. Um, you know, my my group, they're making these crazy quilts. I mean huge um you know 36 by 24 and 24 by 24 inch quilts and they're selling them for 300 dollars a piece i mean they are wow. rocking it is awesome but these are not turn and burn files like you sure. really need to yeah, yeah. And make sure it's something you want to make yeah i think that's something important to to note like do you really want to make this file is this what you want to be known for? Because if you go sharing this photo, get ready. Yeah. How does that <laughs> Robin? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, ma'am. Oh no, it's it's a it's a commitment. I like what you said yeah. there. It's not a burn and what did you say? Turn and burn. Turn and burn. I think yeah. that should I mean it's like you know, you learn by burning. And yeah. so it's not just an easy thing where you buy a file and expect magic to happen. You kind of need to put mm -hmm. some work into it too. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. I was going to say, how does that feel, you know, to know when your cust when your um, maker customers come back and say this, I sold this and, and it just, you know, I sold it for 300 and this is the profit I'm getting. I bet that feels great, doesn't it? Because, it's awesome. Because yeah. you're getting to see that side of it that I'm yeah. sure you hear from them of, I took what you made and made yeah. this physical thing mm -hmm. and not only made some money with it, but you know, they're excited to see that their skills were pushed. I bet that's awesome to feel that. Yeah, I actually just started a new contest this month and it has been, it's been pretty cool. So, I, so there's a lot of people that will just, they're in the club and <laughs> they haven't actually made a file yet mm -hmm. because they're intimidated. Like yeah. I, you know, I don't make just like, you know, a round disc that you engrave, like that's not right. what I do, right? Yeah. And um, so I started a contest this month and it's called just make it already. <laughs> just make it already. <laughs> and all you have to do is make one of the three files, right? Yep. 
Um, all I have to do is make one of the three files that I re released in August, and they're entered into a contest, and they can win a free month. Damn, wow. I'm going to get into awesome. the right? I'm so, like, club. I feel like I'm like the loser outside of the club. I'm a oh, FOMO I mean, now. I need to join the club. But I mean, the thing is, it's like people are so yeah. scared to make these things, but I make it so easy to make them, right? I try to lay it out. They're still time consuming, but that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good file, right? Yeah, I think I have about three of your files that I bought maybe two years ago that I haven't made. One of them, I think, is, is a, some farm animal one that had some mosaic stuff. I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, I, I remember that one. That one is cool. Yeah. I, I do is like it that one. And then, yeah, there's some farm animal. I can't remember what it is. I'll find it. I don't know if it was a chicken or a cow or something. You do have some farmish looking thing. It's a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't made it yet. <laughs> if, if it's the barn, don't make it yet. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're, that, that's awesome. I'm glad that those have taken off. So one of the questions I have for you is, you know, everybody thinks, oh, well, I made a file and somebody bought, or, you know, someone liked it, I can sell and just put it up on Etsy. And it doesn't always work that way. There, there's, there's a hard side of it, right? What I might call the ugly side. There's the support side. There's someone calls you and says, hey, how do I do this? Like I've gotten a couple of calls recently for my uh, whiskey, you know, bourbon bar one, and they're cricket people, right? And it's like, well, that really was a laser file and not a cricket file. So then I ended up making a cricket barrel so that they could, because you, no way you could weed that. And yep. so there, there's some care and feeding behind the scenes in addition to that passive income area, right? So what have you kind of been challenged with? Just kind of educate people that the, the rougher side that maybe we don't see so that they know what they're getting into. Yeah. I mean, so you just think about the laser market overall and look at the floods of folks that are coming in that have never used a laser before. Yeah. And then they buy your file. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> You're going to get a lot of questions. Um, you know, it's, um, I would say you're going to train a lot. You are going, that's just, that's just part of your job. You are going to train uh, and you're going to do a lot of handholding. And even if you do all of that, you still may get a one star and it wasn't even anything you could control. It was because mm -hmm. they didn't know how to unzip a file yeah. or, or because they wanted to print it out on paper uh, so they could trace it but it's a laser file that's not made to be printed and traced. Right. So yeah. you're going to have those, you're going to have those in instances. Um, and it's, it's a learning experience. You know, I now know uh, so much more than I did when I started, you know, I only had the Glowforge. Yeah. And so I was speaking in Glowforge terms and, you know, other laser people are like, what's a score, you know, yeah. how do you, yeah. what's a score? what's that? And so that took, you know, just learning about all the different lasers. And mm -hmm. I will say that owning two different lasers has made a huge difference because now I can speak in so many more lingos than I could before. Yeah. Um, but just, you're going to have to learn the ins and outs and be patient. And if someone comes to you with a problem, figure out how you can fix it. Right. Even if it's just teaching them how to unzip their file. Yeah. You are very patient. Yeah, you definitely are. So do you create like a Glowforge version and then a like more of a, you know, commercial kind of or larger scale version file? Or is it just one? No, I have, yeah. So, so I'm going to use my um, quilts as an example. So like a quilt I'm working on right now is, I say quilt, it's actually a, scene a landscape scene and my file club members that are watching that's all you get i'm not telling you anything else <laughs> um <laughs> uh so it's this big scene and i i now offer it in three four different versions like so every large piece i make is four versions so i'll offer a diy version which is what i would call the glowforge yeah. so it's a small format they can cut um, in the Glowforge, no problem. I do a cut by color so they can cut all the pieces 
um, of the quilt, and then I add an offset for kerf, um, so the piece is tight, uh, mm -hmm. and that can be cut in Glowforge. Then I offer what is a large master file. So if you have a laser that can cut 36 by 24, you could throw the whole thing in your laser and cut it all at once. Um, and then I do a separated master where all the pieces are still together, but they're separate. Yeah. So that if you want to resize it and you want to make it 48 by, let's say 36, you could, but then yeah. you would have to move your pieces out. So I try to offer a lot of different options now so that down the road when someone says, well, can I, can I resize it to this? Now yeah. I can easily say, yes, you can. And mm -hmm. this is how you do it. Yeah. Um, okay. I like so that. Having the variety. Happen. I like that. Yeah. You've, you've thought of every single thing. Cause and now that you've listed all the different files in my head, oh my gosh. I mean, that's exactly what I need. You know, right. If you right. want to be challenged, you go the next, you know, the next right. harder file to tackle. Yeah. That, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Alicia and I were, were talking um, prior to this and we we're just kind of like brainstorming, what should we ask Robin? And one of the things that I remember I can't remember what group it was, but it's, I feel like it happens quite frequently. I don't know if, if it's happening now that you have your standalone, um, you know, like the people that are stealing your files. So how are you navigating that, you know, situation? Uh, so there's really, there's really kind of two, there's kind of two camps there, right? There's the, there's, the folks that are truly stealing my files where it's a, uh, you know, shop that has just come out of nowhere and they've obviously stolen everyone's picture off of Etsy. They're using yeah. my pictures and then they're not actually sending any files. Okay. So there's that one. That one is very easy to shut down. You just contact Etsy. It's pretty obvious how bad it is, right? Because it's just, I mean, we're, we're pretty good. Um, the designers in the designer world, we're all pretty good about knowing who's designed what. We reach out yeah. to each other say, hey, you've got this. You might want to shut it down, right? And then you have kind of what I call the copycats, right? That, that they take your idea and they change it just enough <laughs> and call it their own, right? You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Just enough. And so for me, like I used to get so upset about it. I would get so upset about it. I'm like, I just spent a week working on this file and now someone has just made their own version of it. You know, I mean, it hurts. It's, it sucks. Uh, you got to have thick skin. And at yeah. this point I'm just like, you know what, whatever I, yeah. you know, I'm just going to continue to try to stay ahead of the trend and continue to re release new and fresh stuff. You know, I don't use any clip art. I draw everything from scratch. You can, you know, it's mine typically when you see one of my files, you yeah. know? Um, and that's all I can do. Yeah. You know? No, I think there's always going to be, you know, snakes out there and people doing that. We've got a couple of makers that, or designers actually um, that uh, we hear about, Oh my God, someone's stealing my work and, you know, go shut it down. And you know, that we've got a small group of admins for Facebook where if we share that knowledge and, and then we'll go pull them down from Facebook groups if we see it. So we're kind of trying to work that backside for, for designers like yourself and making sure that the imposters were pulling them out. But um, you know, uh, you're right. You have to have thick skin and move on and know that they're probably not going to sell those files anyway. <laughs> and it'll catch well, up. Or, you know, you don't even know, you don't even know, um, you don't even know the quality of the file either. Sure. I mean, mm -hmm. You know, they're, but it is what it what, is. I mean, what do you use for your, um, for what do you design in? Like, let's just talk about the technical aspect of it. Are you an illustrator person or do you use Corel or what do you use? I am 100% illustrator and, uh, but 
I have Corel, Silhouette Business, Inkscape, um, all on my desktop so that if people have questions mm -hmm. on how to resize slots or something like that, I can answer. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to. Yeah. Because not everyone can afford Illustrator oh, and not everyone's going to use Inkscape. And some people love Silhouette Business. Yeah. And, you know, so, and that's why I also keep, keep my, I'm mirrored. That's why yeah. I bring my, um, you know, keep my Glowforge around because then I can, you know, if someone has a question about Glowforge, I can open it up and I can answer their question. Um, yeah. But no, 100% Illustrator, I feel is the most robust out of all of them. Uh, and at this point, it's just like I I know so much with it now, it would be hard to move to anything else. Yeah. Another technical question, now that Alicia brought it up, um, you know, coming from Glowforge, I too, um, you know, I'm a Glowforge OG. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I feel like we've all grown. Um, but do you love the Lightburn interface, you know, when you load your Illustrator file? I feel like as a designer myself, I kind of like that. I mm -hmm. didn't like Glowforge, you know, loading my files in there. What do you prefer? Like, you do you mind the Glowforge interface or do you like Lightburn? Like, what do you prefer? Uh, I like Lightburn only because it's more robust. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just yeah. has more options, right? Yeah. Uh, so you are able to tweak it more to, yeah. to what you need. Um, Glowforge is just very, it's very, it's not static, but it's kind of, I mean, there's just not, I don't feel like there's a lot you can do. Yeah. I haven't um, used it or opened it in a while, but I remember, um, just before selling my Glowforge, um, I went and, you know, loaded up, uh, the website, the app. And it gave me an option to add like shapes. And I think that's subscription, right? Is that a thing? Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even remember like what. Yeah, it's all there. Right? It's all premium. It's all premium stuff. So which... you have to pay for that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I've... And it's about the cost of Illustrator. Are you serious? How much is it? It's, it's well, it depends on when you buy it. Because I want to say it's like between 20 and is it like 20? I think it's like 20 a month. No. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, we've talked about this before because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but May's actually a brand ambassador for Adobe, but. Um, I did know that. Yeah. So uh, Illustrator is very, very power powerful when you mm -hmm. get to learn it. Yeah, it's not it's not intuitive at all. No, it's not. It, it's I'm I would not say that I'm not even intermediate yet, but it's been about three years that I've been using it. But I forced myself to do the tutorials that are free mm -hmm. on their site. Yeah. But I feel like even if I took somebody's crappy file and there were some bad nodes, I could go in there and easily move, fix, line things up. And it's just so easy to do things with. So it's always nice to hear kind of, you know, what people are designing in and what their preference yeah. is. Um, you know, who knows one day, maybe Adobe will have it to where you can send to a laser. <laughs> that would be awesome. Maybe well, you need to tell them that, May. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, um, you know, I need to whisper it in somebody's ear over in Adobe. Actually, we have a meeting tomorrow. Um, it just, it's it's nice to see, you, you know, your, your, your evolution from... Mm -hmm. You know, like your story, how you shared a picture, a project of what you have started. And then now a lot of people are like showing interest. And then you listed the file and then it just kind of blew up from there. It just blew up. It was crazy. And it's only been, what, really two or three years? Yeah. Well, I, I, I launched 2020. Yeah. Yeah. January 2020. That's crazy kind of growth. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. just shows that your skills and how, yeah. how awesome you are. I remember, um, I don't know if you remember those, we were, were we on the phone or just chatting? Uh, I think I asked you about my, I, I wanted to quilt my North Carolina shape. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we were chatting and you were in the process of um, building that website. And I remember you, you said how painful it was to transfer so many files. It was awful. 
<laughs> I, I, I still haven't, I still haven't done what I should, um, you know, to, to go back. Like I want to go back and just reshoot all my, my files. But I think to myself, like, do I really want to go back and cut? Don't do everything? it girl. Don't. Right? You know, so I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just delist the files and we can just, I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> so I'm I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna know the answer to this one, but how many of your uh, buyers or your people are from the quilt world? I know that we've got a lot of quilt people that bought lasers mm -hmm. that just love kind of that look. Um, you know, I, we saw Kathy, right? I think she's from the quilt space, right? Mm -hmm. um, how, do you know? Do you hear from feedback from people? No, no, no. I mean, I know I know qu quite a few really like the quilts. Um, yeah. And I know of some that quilt because they'll mention, you know, oh, well, I was working on this file, but then I decided to take time and quilt instead. But I don't know the total, the total yeah. amount. No. So but it's definitely, it definitely true. comes up often. Jessica said she's a, uh, a quilter. There's mm -hmm. Kathy Ray. Yep. Yeah. So I knew Kathy was. I don't know if Alicia's got the, the, the top, I don't know. I think it's a, a question everybody wants to hear. Uh, you, you're saying you have 200 files total, right? A yeah, a little over. Okay. So out of that, what is your top five bestsellers? Oh, Lord. I don't what, know. Top five? That's just top a comment. Just in general. Um, a cow club. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's probably the best. That's the best. Uh, probably like my memorial set with the rocking chair. Yeah, that's um, a beautiful one. The the rocking chair and the bench and the gosh, what else is in there? The crib. The and, what's that? The flag. I, I have the flag. The flag. I like. I've it. made the flag. Yeah. Oh, American. sorry. Oh, <laughs> look at her. She's like that. That was. That was well, did you make the big flag? I didn't make a big one, but I have that red, white, and blue one. Make a small one. Okay, I was gonna say the big one. I haven't. That's one of my old files. I didn't number yet, and now I number them. So like you can, you can put your wood in with the good side down, yeah. and then you cut and score the numbers on the back. Uh -huh. So it becomes like this paint by number kind of thing. That's perfect. Yeah, it's great. But my old files, like that's an example. Like I want to go back and fix those and add numbers to everything because it makes it so much easier. Yeah. Um, but so no, so you said, uh, you asked what top five, right? So probably, um, oh, and then the triangle tree animals, um, yeah. both, the, both the big mm -hmm. and then the, the ornaments. Yeah. I have the ornament one. Yeah. And then probably my, one of my first quilts I listed, it's a real basic kind of Navajo design. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a really, it's a really hot seller. Uh, where are you a quilter or where did this kind of come from? I, you know what? I love geometric pattern mm -hmm. and, um, I saw a wood quilt from someone that was using probably like a, uh, not scroll saw, but a, um, probably doing it just ripping Take wood, wood a miter, maybe yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, something. Yeah. And I said, you know what? And this is this is kind of how I always approach all my laser designs and my laser files. Is I'm like, you know what? That is really cool. Yeah. How can I make that work in a laser? Right. So I was like, I want to be able to make something that's big and impressive and artwork. Mm -hmm. uh, but I want to be able to cut it on my Glowforge. So that's where my cut by color kind of process came from. Um, I even knew where I was going with that. No, but, we were just talking about. No, some I like. Yeah, I like so. the thought process behind it. It's it's kind of nice to see, you know, like how you, you know, put your vision into like your later laser design. Yeah, I kind of, and this is no offense to laser cutters or laser cut goods, but my goal is to make my files once they're complete not look like they've been cut with a laser yeah a piece of art you want it to look like a piece of art 
You know, I like, I want it to look, you know, like it's like an artisan, like handmade type yeah. item. Yeah. That's my goal. Um, it's funny you say that. And, you know, talking about complicated designs, I think I took a screenshot or maybe sent it to Alicia. I would, I follow Magnolia and they just did a little, you know, sneak peek of their floor design. I don't know if you saw it. It was all laser cut. And yep. then there was a tree installation. I think it was done in, you know, using a CNC. And yep. then they also added a new element from the bottom. They have the grass wood silhouette. And then they added um, some sort of dandelion, mm -hmm. a wooden one. And I thought that was brilliant. I kind of want to go visit now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they do. They actually sell. They sell. They sprinkle in laser cut stuff for yeah. sure uh, in their store to sell. I mean, when you if you go and look uh, during the holidays, they'll have laser cut advent calendars. Yeah. They're like um, two hours from me, May. Um, okay, I'll right sure. that that's why you got to come visit Paint Range. That's right, Robin. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> So, Robin, you know, there's people out here that are listening or that will listen later and they're like, oh, you know, I can make files. You know, I can do that on Etsy or whatever. What advice would you give to someone that was thinking about opening an Etsy to sell their digital files? Like kind of some learnings like, you know, you need to have a certain skill level and you need to be ready for this. Like what kind of high level would you give advice? Uh, number one. I would say if you don't own a laser, don't make a laser cut file. And, and do? oh yeah, one hundred percent. Do that. One hundred percent. I can. I can. I can. And I know May can probably see it too. But I can <laughs> spot a, a mock up a mile away. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. When it's not been cut with a laser, and you oh, can yeah. see that that's like so the full, easy. Uh -huh. the full uh -huh. wood, uh -huh. you know. Uh -huh. I'm like, that's not, that's not actually been cut guys. <laughs> okay. So own a laser. Yeah, at least so one I would say, please own a laser if you're going to cut laser files. And, and the reason I say that is because you are going to get so many questions. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about earlier about how yeah. do I cut this file? Or you need to be able to see, like, if you cut something like this isn't a good example, but if you cut something, how, how thin are you cutting it? Like, are you going to cut it and it's just going to break? Yeah. Apart? What is your experience as a customer when you cut one of your files? Um, you won't be able to do any of that if you don't own a laser. So that's number one. You need really need to own a laser if you're going to cut laser files or design laser files. Yeah. Um, and then I would say try to, if you can, offer it in more than one format. Um, just because lasers all do funky things with other, you yeah. know, different formats, uh, between, you know, I do S SVG, EPS, um, PDF and DXF. Um, I don't offer a, uh, AI files and I really should. I just, for whatever reason, just haven't, uh, but provide several formats if you can. Um, Test all your files, going back to owning a laser. Yeah. Uh, and then, yes, exactly. Be original. If you are using clip art, number one, you're, you're, that's, you really shouldn't. <laughs> you're going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. Um, but uh, be, be original 100, 100%. Because if you're just following, if you're just doing what, let's say what Hobby Lobby is offering, or if you're just designing what other designers are designing, what is truly making you different and stand out? Yeah. Um, you know, it might be cute, but it looks just as cute as the next one, right? Yeah. So figure out what that is that's gonna make you different from, from the rest of the pack. Now for me, like, I would say it's Robin makes complicated files. <laughs> You know, that's just, they're know. not complicated. They're good files and good. Well, files they're not, yeah, they're not complicated. They look complicated. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, some of them will command a higher price point. 
and and but you're not going to be able to just turn and burn them like you're not going to be able yeah. to just put a piece of wood in and engrave it and go like that's just yeah. not what I do yeah. um and so yeah I mean figure out like what do you want to be known for yeah do you yeah. want to be known for round, round signs great you know make the best round signs you can yeah um mm-hmm. Now make sure weird. that you're, you know, zooming in and making sure your nodes are all lined up. You know, I've opened some files where it's like, you know, things aren't connected and. Yeah. Um, They're wonky. You, know. you have to go in and do, you know, 20 minutes of work for a $5 file you bought. And you're like, oh, my God, I need my yep. money back. No, that's great advice. I appreciate that. I'm going to yeah. ask one more question that um, I think a lot of uh new file salespeople, I'm seeing it as an, an admin of a group. They want to post their files in Facebook groups to sell them, right? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of become what I'm going to call an annoyance. We call I call them file fishermen. Um, yep. How did you, you know, get started? Because you never did that, but how did you like start your file sales business without, you know, how should a new person try to do that without getting in trouble for file phishing? Right. Mm -hmm. So, so I did share my files in the, in the groups, Um, but I did in a respectful manner. Yeah. Uh, I will never go and post somewhere and say, I sold a ton of this. This is amazing. Like this is like the hottest seller ever. You know why I'll never say that? Because I only sell files. I, you know, like, I'm never going to go out and tell everyone that, like, this is so awesome. You'll make tons of money. Um, those drive me crazy. But I do love to share, like, if I made something cool, I'm like, dude, I feel awesome about this. Check it out. Um, yeah. I would say, like, be respectful of the group that you're posting in. If the group doesn't allow you to share a file, don't yeah. share a file. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it's not that hard. Uh, Thanks so for I saying guess. that. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, now we have groups that are just file shares. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's like one for just ornaments, right? Go there, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. Go to the groups that allow you to do that. Yeah. Um, and be respectful of the of the groups that, that don't. If they have, like, don't you guys have one day? Wednesday. Or one Wednesday. 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 Today. Yeah, yeah, so you can share it then. Be respectful of the group. That's Absolutely. You know, that's the biggest thing. So um, I'm gonna ask one more question, and then I'll let you go because I want to be respectful every time. How much of your work do you have in your house? And I ask that because we're all we're all like, what is it? The cobbler with you know the children have no shoes. <laughs> yeah, I can go into my bathroom right now, and it's all crap I bought at Hobby Lobby, which I have to change, right? And so. I don't, I have a feeling May's pretty good about it, but I'm just kind of curious if you have your own made stuff in your house or. So I actually have more of my illustrations in my house than I do my laser stuff. Okay. Um, so I've got, I've got, um, let's see here, like four of my illustrations up downstairs. Uh, I do have my macrame trees. Oh, I made these big macrame Thai tree thingies for holidays last year. And because it's just wood and white macrame, they haven't actually been taken off my mantle yet. (laughs) It can stay up all year. That's what I figured, right? I mean, there's trees in my backyard and they're not green and red. So that's the only thing I have up. Oh, wait, no, I do have an M up. Oh, and I have a calendar up. Okay, well, you're you got more than me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what May's got going on over there, but well, uh, uh, my fireplace that was done with my Glowforge. Um, I guess one of the first few jobs I did, I act. It was actually a thrifted um, frame. My neighbor down the street, down by the cul-de-sac, was going to take it to the dump, and I went shopping before she left. I said, "Hey, what are you going to do with that frame? It looks cool." <laughs> Can I have it? She's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And then I had her over for coffee. And she's like, what is that? I said, that's, <laughs> that's what you gave me. And she's like, can I have it back? I said, no. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's great. I love it. 
That's, That's a great awesome. story, May. I appreciate that. That's a great story. Well, listen, Robin, I want to wrap it up here to be respectful of your time. Uh, you are one of our guests that May and I targeted early on. And so we got to get Robin in here because not only do I respect your hustle of, hey, she's doing a bang up job in the piece of the revenue that could be like, hey, you can sell files, you can sell blanks, you can sell products, you can you know, consult, you can be an influencer. There's all types of ways to make money. 100%. So very respectful for what you do. Uh, we've observed you from the side. You do a bang up job and top notch at the very top of designers and makers. So kudos to you. I appreciate you being on here. How can somebody find you online, get in your club? I know it may be a waiting list. How can they buy your files? Give us a little shout out of your social media if you need to. Yeah, so uh, Facebook probably is the easiest way to find me. It's just Welcome Home Custom Designs. Uh, and then my website's welcomehomecustom.com. And then uh, there is a link there on the website if you want to know more about the File Club. Hey, I need to get in the File Club. It's fun. <laughs> you make some cool stuff. Yeah. May, any final questions to Robin? Um, I think she's answered all of those key questions that, you know, um, I have been thinking about and that ah. we've been discussing. And I am, you know, a 100% Robin fan. And I know we've talked and I just, you know, admire you and I love seeing your growth. And uh, just keep rooting for you, girl. You're awesome. Thank you. I love both of you guys, too. You guys are awesome. What's your Etsy store, girl? Same thing. Welcome Home Custom Designs. Okay, perfect. Y'all can go find her there. Do we expect mm -hmm. some ornaments to be coming out soon for the new line? Or is what you have up there ready for 2022 Christmas? Mm, or do I need to go I'm to the so club? Behind. I'm so behind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It depends on the club. So the club, they, they vote on what's going to be exclusive. Um, so like they, they really like hold the torch. <laughs> uh, so, so it really depends on them what they, what they vote on. All right. Well, we need them to, to get to voting. <laughs> September yeah. is my, well, is my I, did make, <laughs> I did make a really cool ornament set and they're like, Nope, we want that for a year. I'm like, sorry, everyone else. <laughs> Um, Robin, I know I have your information. So um, when Alicia sends out the recording, uh, we'll type up your links and information if you're okay with that. Yeah. That way, the people that are watching on playback and listening on podcasts, they can click and join your club. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, Robin, keep it up. Keep up that great work. Keep that mind going and, and designing and I tell you, you know, I feel the same way, too, about May. I respect the designers in this space because it's easy just to push a button or to change a color and say start. But the real skill, I think, comes into that, the design aspect of what we do. And it really separates you and sets you apart. So have a wonderful night, Robin and May. I appreciate you joining us again. And we'll Thanks. see you all on the next Wednesday. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye, Absolutely. guys.